Blog Talk Radio. Welcome everyone, this is Louise Crooks, your Keys to Clarity coach on KTC Radio and we are really excited today to have um, a wonderful guest with us today and for it to be our relaunch on Wednesdays at 3pm. So this is the first day that we're doing that in June, June the 9th, 2010 and um, our um, Esteemed guest Thomas Mangum is with us today. He is the mastermind group expert. So I just want to welcome Thomas. Hi, Thomas. Hello, Louise. Thanks so much for having me on the show. I'm really excited to have you here. <laughs> so I just want to um, give all our listeners a little bit of um, background on you, Thomas, so that they know who they're listening to today and, and uh, what you're all about. So let me just do that quickly. So um, Thomas Mangum is the mastermind master. He's the go-to mastermind group expert helping people find the solutions to their challenge through conscious collaboration. Whether it's increasing loyalty by building deeper, more connected relationships with their clients, moving a stored project forward, or attracting new strategic partnerships, Thomas's mastermind mastery Techniques, don't say that fast. Um, <laughs> techniques multiply results via collaboration every time. In fact, what um, magic moments are, aren't just possible. They are virtually assured if you do it the one plus one equals three way. And I'm sure you're going to tell us a little bit more about what that means, Thomas, in a moment. Um, he's also a, an accomplished radio talk show host, uh, interviewer, and collaboration evangelist. Thomas has interviewed scores of thought leaders from around the world that, have, that are creating remarkable results from the power of relationships, demonstrating the leverage of collaboration and connection. With the motto of skip the small talk and move directly to the large talk, where the conversation really starts, Thomas shows a rare depth and breadth of skills for creating rapid rapport, building trust and remarkable credibility which he freely shares. His touchstone core value is it's not what you say or even what you do, it's how you make them feel. I love that saying, uh, Thomas, and it's so, it's so true, isn't it? Absolutely, 100%. Always keep that one in mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I'm really excited to have you here today, um, Thomas. You know, our um, audience is... Um, uh, mainly conscious business owners, people who are coaches, holistic practitioners, um, authors, um, self-growth advocates, and they are all, um, you know, really curious to grow uh, their businesses in a way that's conscious, that's authentic, um, that works well for them, you know, intuitively. And and I really get a sense that. You know, sharing about mastermind groups would be a very helpful um, additional piece to um, building one's business. And um, so I, I would really love to dive into this topic of, um, you know, mastermind groups and what they're all about and why we should even consider the idea of, of um, either creating a mastermind group or uh, joining a mastermind group as a you know as a uh, a leader in our own business. 
So perhaps you could just then uh, start off, uh, Thomas, by, well, maybe you'd like to tell us how you got into this, and then you can tell us what a mastermind group actually is. Oh, that's brilliant. Yeah, uh, that's a good way to look at that one. Uh, well, again, thank you so much for just even having me here, Louise. I'm, I'm so oh, looking forward pleasure. to just having this this conversation with you. And, and this is actually mastery in motion, even what we're doing. By having this mm-hmm. conversation, we're actually modeling collaboration. Um, there's conversation going on. There's a connection that's being built. We will find out where those touchstone places are, those, those touch points, things that we agree on, things that we don't agree on. And that starts with a conversation, and, and it's this collaborative type of relationship. We don't know until we have a conversation uh, what kind of collaboration is entirely possible. So it's so funny because in so many different perspectives, and I hope like listeners that are joining us right now also see that, is that we're not just talking about it, we're modeling it as we go along. We yeah. acted on a prompting, which is leading to a collaboration of some point of, of something. So yeah. it's the quickest way to answering that question of, well, gosh, uh, should we be working together? Should we mm. uh, do an interview together? Well, I don't know. Let's have a conversation and find out. Mm. You know, and, um, and yeah, I think that's absolutely. something to look at. And, yeah, you know, it's great that you say that um, and ask your, you know, by asking yourself that question, you know, should we be having a conversation together? And, yes. you know, it's interesting the way that those things come together because, you know, for us, it's been um, kind of a bit of back and forth on Twitter. It's been a bit of back and forth on Facebook and an introduction through um, mutual peers um, like the lovely Lou Bortone and Kim Clawson and, and the like. And... Um, and you know what's really interesting, Thomas, is one of the things that attracted me to you is also the um, the kind of banter we were having, the kind of um, fun communication we were having. And so immediately I know that there's going to be some connection there. So I'm assuming that that would be part of the idea of, you know, would, would we want to collaborate in the first place, you know, kind of getting that sense, that intuitive sense about the person that you're wanting to connect, on, connect with. Exactly. That's exactly it, Louise. You know, and um, and before uh, my our, our friends that are listening that are analyticals and they're still uh, waiting for an answer to that question. Hey, I want an answer to that question that she asked. Let's come back around there because I am definitely an in the moment guy, and I am doing so much better about making sure that I come at least back around. For our analytical. <laughs> well, well done, you. <laughs> well, you know it's. I'm a very in-the-moment guy, and at the same time, I appreciate that uh, everyone is not like Thomas Mangum. <laughs> so um, in, it's so funny because w- in 2002, I had decided, hey, I'd like to learn a little about real estate investing. Mm-hmm. And I had uh, joined a uh, – I started. I hired a mentor to work with mm-hmm. me, and he and his organization worked with me. And, and this whole concept of mastermind groups, never heard of the whole thing in my life, mm-hmm. was introduced to me. And um, time just kind of went by, and I, and I noticed how much of an effect this whole collaborative relationship was working. And really, um, at the time, it was a, a group of – it was a handful of people. In this particular case, we had probably about five to eight people that got together, and uh, we got together on the phone one, uh, once every two weeks at the time, 
got together yeah. for an hour, and we basically supported each other. It was a mutually supportive group. We support mm-hmm. each other in our real estate investing endeavors, no matter what. Mm-hmm. We bounced mm-hmm. ideas off. We supported each other. We got resources and all of that. Now, I want to kind of zoom out. That's kind of how it was introduced to me. And then I'd like to zoom out because the big picture of what happened was I created more results and more achievement, and I learned more by collaborating with others. And when I, when I say collaboration, I don't necessarily mean doing a deal with everyone, like in my right. group. We weren't necessarily investing together or mm-hmm. doing a specific business deal. Mm-hmm. We, that was not our purpose of our, our particular collaboration. It was to, support, to mutually support each other to share right. resources, to hold each other accountable. And so I was sold. I was like, wow, you know what? For a lazy guy like me, and, and I say this as, a term, <laughs> as an endearing thing, for a guy that lo- is looking for the, the low-hanging fruit and the easiest way through this to, to get results, mm-hmm. it's easier to join up with a, a group of people than it is to do all this stuff all by myself. Well, and it makes so much obvious sense, really. I mean, why why would we want to do anything the hard way? You would think. I mean, th- this sounds logical. I mean, you know, it sounds logical, though we look at it all around us all the time. We look at coaches. I mean, let's take our group right here because you and I are both coaches, coaches ultimately and consultants and all of that. Most of us start, most of us start mm-hmm. alone. Yeah. And... We think we have to do it alone. You've got to carve it out. Hey, those other people are competition over there. Okay, I'm not even going to get into the abundance and scarcity issues right there. Right. <laughs> That's a whole other story. The bigger picture is, you know, well, I don't have the money to do this. I've got to wear all those hats. And it's, it's, it's a tough road. Can you be yeah. successful? Yeah. I just chose a little bit different route. I learned right. early on that, you know what, it is really smart to team up with Louise Crooks. Oh, well, wait a minute, Thomas. Does that mean you're making her do the work or are you doing all of her work? And it's like, no, 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 that's my scarcity place. Mm-hmm. I'm going to honor what she does best. And Mr. Lou Bortone over there, the video, you know, the video and branding guy, yeah. he's talented in totally different things, mm-hmm. the way he does business. And I'm talented only in certain things. Trust me, I am not the greatest organizer. Do not hire me to, be, to, to organize your life. <laughs> it is not the person. You know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so by joining up with these folks, and joining up as a team like that, and collaborating, we may not even necessarily do business together. If we come to a place that we can mutually support each other and stay in our talent, I mean, really do the, do the things that we love. How cool is that? Yeah, we're not built to know everything and do everything ourselves. Yeah. It's such an important point that you're making, um, Thomas, because I think once we get to that realization that we that we can be okay with that, you know, that we don't have to know everything, we don't have to be everything, um, it really opens us up to um, being, you know, being open to exploring and collaborating with others, um, you know, not being in that space of competitiveness, but being in that space of let's let's support each other you know, to, to be the best and to be successful. Uh, you know, Louise, can I share, share a, little, is a little insight into a conversation I had earlier this morning um, yeah. with a uh, business partner? We had this conversation. It's a little controversial. I'll warn you, I'll warn you right now. Some, this may not make me entirely popular, though <laughs> that's the whole point because I'm not going to bow mm-hmm. to someone else on this. 
Okay. And it was around individualism and mm-hmm. um, collectivism. Uh, and I'm, you know, here's my definition around this thing. And the whole conversation was about, I really believe, in, in, and I just know, is mm-hmm. that we are trained to be individuals. We are yeah. born, and it's instinctual that we act as a tribe, right. in, a, in a very collectiveness type of a thing. Right. And it's like built into us. And, and then, you know, it's so funny because someone can even come to me and just say, well, that's not true, Thomas. I do my best work completely alone. Mm. You know? And okay. I, I still, it's so funny. I had a conversation with this woman, Kathy Colby, that created this uh, Colby Index, which measures what you do instinctually. Instinctually. You can't lie through this. It's, what, it's instinct. Okay. And, um, you know, it's so funny because I thought it related to this piece is, that we really are trained to be individuals, and uh, we very instinctually do things as a tribe. Mm. We do our best work as a tribe because there are only, let's be honest with ourselves right now, ladies and gentlemen, mm-hmm. there, there are a couple of things that we just adore. It fuels us up, and it's not sitting necessarily sitting on the beach all the time. That's not what I mean. Yeah. I mean whatever it is. Is it interviewing people? Is it doing deals? Is it... A caring for someone else? Is it listening? Is it speaking out passionately? There are those things that, man, everything could disappear in your life, all of the things, you know, the material things, and it's just okay. you would still go to those areas of natural talent. Okay. And so it tells me, and, and it's what's so powerful about that is you require other people. There's a dependency. You yeah. need other people around you. And so we fight it or something like that. I don't know. Humans are just, we've just trained ourselves to some degree, some folks and some of the training and education we go through, not Mm. to be collaborators. It's nice talk, but we don't do it. It's the easiest thing. Even the great Einstein, I'm going to paraphrase something he had said. It's like, you know what? If, if, uh, what is it? If you you could have done it yourself or if your brain could have figured it out, it would have already done so. Mm, Exactly. And what you know, what you don't know, you don't know. (laughs) You don't know. I need you, dear. You know, dearest, I, I really do need you. I need Lou Broton. I mean, like Wendy by bit. You know, some of these people that I collaborate with, I yeah. need these people, even, you know, our listeners on the phone, mm-hmm. I mean, on, the, on our show here, to point out those things that maybe I could do better. I don't know. Yeah. That doesn't yeah. mean I'm going to diminish myself and not get out there and stand out and speak. And so that's my little take on this collaboration versus individualism. Um, yeah, and why I'm such an evangelist about the collaboration because frankly it's easier the results are yeah. better and it's way more fun much easier much much easier I think once I came to that realization myself you know and it took a little while for me to get there I think um, you know Thomas but I I um, my my business has kind of jumped forward because of it you know just mm-hmm. just because it's almost like a it's like a, a it's a letting go and an opening up to new possibilities, new opportunities. And, you know, once you kind of, you know, if we talked about energy, you know, whether energy is flowing or it's constricted, you know, I was constricting the energy, the flow in my business. And once I opened it up and started collaborating and, um, uh, you know, trusting that um, there were people out there who could do certain things um, much better than I or had an insight or understanding about something you know, far more than than I did, then, you know, then then there's a whole um, load of possibility 
available to mm-hmm. me in that. Um, and it's been incredible. Yeah. You know, yeah. one of the definitions... One of the definitions that I like of uh, of a mastermind group, and again, and this is really a branded label, it's just mm-hmm. a type of collaboration as far as I'm concerned, and, and other, others might have a different definition. The, yeah. the, the definition I like is two or more people mm-hmm. coming together with a common vision or purpose, objective, whatever your favorite word is, mm-hmm. and doing so in the spirit of harmony. It's a very mm-hmm. basic and it's a very broad definition. Mm-hmm. That's one of the beauties of it. I know it's kind of challenging sometimes because some folks like they w- they want to know what is the exact 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 definition. Mm-hmm. I said, well, the good thing there's a good thing and a bad thing about this. It mm-hmm. may sound it may leave a lot of room for interpretation. Well, some people see it as an, as an opportunity, and others see that as not so much an opportunity. Give me the right. specifics. Let's right. take it apart. Two mm-hmm. or more people coming together with a common vision or objective, and doing so in the spirit of harmony. Mm-hmm. We can put two people together. If we don't have a common vision or objective, then it, it can just be kind of a mess. I mean, there's right. a lot of different problems. Can we come to a common vision or objective? Well, mm-hmm. for for you and I, it might be that we develop a company together. Yeah. Okay, maybe not. You know, maybe like, well, one of you wanted to do that, the other one doesn't. Okay, great. Uh, mm-hmm. Would the common vision be able to support each other in... Um, in uh, taking our company to the $20 million mark, maybe that's our next milestone or whatever it is. Right. Uh, Or to buy our first commercial property together or something like Mm -hmm. that. See, Mm -hmm. most folks, when they come together, they never take the time to actually come up with just some kind of unifying thing. Mm. Oh, my gosh, how simple. We assume that we're coming together for the same reason. Well, let's look yeah, at it like that. Yeah, that's a good point you make there, Thomas. It's that, you know, In the assumption, we, <laughs> we, we, um, we can really fall down on that, can't we, if we make those assumptions? Yeah, I mean, even like I had a call with uh, Melanie Benson-Strick. I, I remember this. Mm-hmm. Is, uh, it was our first call. We just have a little meet and greet, about 15 minutes. I really believe that's really important for everyone to keep open to little meet and greets. We don't know for sure. Do we like each other? Do we know each We don't really know each other yet. And I remember my first one with her. And uh, we got together, and it was so important for us to each share. It was like, hey, what was your intention for just our chat today? Mm-hmm. Sounds kind of clinical. Mm-hmm. Man, it just, it, 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 makes, it gives it a, a beautiful framework with which to proceed. Note it's an intention. Oh, you know, my intention, Melanie, was uh, really just to kind of get to know you as a person. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and her intention happened to be the same thing. Now, isn't that important to know? versus uh, getting on the phone where my personal intention, which I hadn't shared, was Mm -hmm. to figure out a way to do business with her. And her intention was to get to know me as a person. Well, we're out of sync. We're assuming. We're saying, and then we get upset when we get to the end of the call or maybe frustrated. You ever been on the phone with someone or, you know, and you get off the phone and it's like, gosh, just, I'm not complete. I'm not, something's out of whack. That didn't go like I wanted. Well, did we ever chat about what the intention was? That is just unbelievable, um, Thomas, because it's so simple. I, I mean, I've got like light bulbs going off in my head right now because, <laughs> you know, it's just a, such a simple thing to do, and yet it can be so powerful when, you're, when you do that at the very beginning of a call. 
in anything. So, so we're really taking that apart. I mean, you're already learning. Everyone's already learning about collaboration here. It yeah. sounds like, oh, well, I thought you were talking about group dynamics. Uh, mm. Two or more people. Mm. You and your spouse uh, can be a master. You can take it to a mastermind level. Mm-hmm. Or you can just leave it as, a, as the mob scene that for a lot of us it is. I call it a mob scene because mm-hmm. it's like whether it's uh, 20 people, uh, 100 people, or two people, you can still mm-hmm. have a mob scene. Personal right. agendas all over the place. We're upset at each other. I mean, I'm talking down deep. We've got to smile. You know, the old African saying, the teeth are smiling, but it's the heart. Mm-hmm. You know, and I love that one because it's like everyone's mm-hmm. all, look like they're all smiley. Yeah. And there's just, down deep, they're just like, well, this is a mess. I can't stand this meeting. Or I can't, yeah. I'm not, this is not a, this mastermind group thing doesn't work for me. I don't yeah. care. You know, and it's like, well, does everyone know each other's intention? Can we, mm-hmm. can we create some space just to find out? Yeah. That's the first major piece. And I haven't even gotten to the harmony piece. Remember, there yeah. were three pieces, two or more people, common mm-hmm. vision or objective, and then harmony. We're just at the, holy cow, you know, like you said, <laughs> light bulbs. <laughs> <laughs> so tell us more. Okay. So, um, okay, so let's make sure we get a solid definition. For the purposes of just our, our framework for part of our yeah. talk this, this afternoon mm-hmm. is can we just be okay for just this moment in time that the definition of a mastermind group for this yeah. kind of brand name is two or more people coming together with a common vision or objective and doing so in the spirit of harmony. Mm-hmm. Now, I am allowing everybody, and I'm all, you know, I want to make sure that everybody understands this, you might call that a synergy group. You might call that by any other name that you like. That's fine. We're just mm-hmm. this is just laying a little groundwork so that we come to an understanding. And that's yeah. another thing to remember when you're collaborating with folks. Mm-hmm. So Louise, when you say joint venture together, what's that mm-hmm. mean to you? And then mm-hmm. Christine, whoever else is on our team, Christine, what does that mean to you? Yeah. So important to define these things up front and early. Because, you know, as, as um, you know, as a great mentor of mine, Blair Singer, uh, he's one of yes. the Rich Dad Advisors. I love Blair Singer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's awesome. Uh, he had just said, he goes, you know what, Thomas, it is way better to negotiate in a sane mind than when you're insane down the road. Mm. So lay the groundwork now. <laughs> you know, yeah. make sure that you're clear now. Because, you don't. I mean, how, how many times do we do that? We get down the road. And doing a project, emotions running high, we run into some issues and all that kind of stuff. And it's like, you know what? I thought you said you were going to do that. I thought this is what that meant. Well, no, yeah. I thought it meant this. Oh, jeez, yeah. well, you're <laughs> wrong, and you're oh, Jesus, not pretty. Right. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah, it saves a lot of heartache, doesn't it? It really yeah. does. Beautiful. So, um, yeah, okay. So that's one of the. Oh, and I, I do want to honor the very, the late great Napoleon Hill the author mm. of Think and Grow Rich. I think it's yeah. so important that I want to be clear and on the record is that, you know what, this whole term mastermind group, that's not Thomas Mangum's invention. You know, I have a few little things like I do say one plus one equals three, and I'll explain that in just a moment. The mastermind group thing, you know what, there have been mastermind groups since the beginning of time. Some just say, you know, Christ and the disciples was a mastermind group. The founding right. fathers of the United States was a mastermind group, mm-hmm. you know. Um, uh-huh. I think, you know, Mr. Hill, for most of us, for many of us, I should say, that have read Think and Grow Rich, uh-huh. you know, uh, that book was created in 1937. It's one of the first times we've actually heard that name, the Mastermind right. 
uh, mastermind group. And so I did want to kind of honor him because that's really, uh, that's kind of his thing. And then right. we just built on that one. We just improved. Beautiful. Beautiful. <laughs> yeah, he's he's a, a wonderful um, uh, forerunner, in a, you know, with, with his work. I'm actually in the middle of his book right now. So, oh, um Wonderful. I just when you get to Chapter um, 10, you make, you, make sure you call. What's that? When you get to Chapter 10 in the Mastermind, then make sure you call because we've, we've created a level of mastery around that to, wow. to honor what Mr. Hill started and mm-hmm. to, to help people along the way. Because as you know, mm-hmm. is we can read, we can implement, and it's like, man, what am I missing? Something yeah. is not, something's out of whack. There's got to yeah. be somebody that can move me through that. And that's one of the things that Masterminding Now that we've just become an expert on is creating more magic moments. Not just the yeah, evangelizing beautiful. of it. That's one thing. But yeah. it's, you know, it's the specialty of it. You, know, you, yeah. let's, you can go learn from a lot of folks, um, though can you get the results, you know, the actual results of those magic moments? Yeah. I like what you said so there a, a moment ago, Thomas, which was, um, you know, when, you, when you're in those moments of feeling stuck, you know, and, and that's when you have a mastermind group that can really help you move through that stuckness. You know, I wish that I'd had that in January because I really had a, a, um, a short period of time where I just felt like I was stuck in mud. And, um, you know, it got me, I got to a point where I was able to make a decision that would help me move forward but it you know it was it was a struggle to get to that decision so you know just having that team with you who can you know you can bounce those ideas and um, talk about those things those challenges you know really can help you do that but um, I just wanted to ask you a quick question which was um, you know when you use those examples like Jesus and the disciples and um, uh, you know the president, the old president of old, and his, um, you know, his uh, um, cabinet um, of leaders. You know, it sounds to me that you're defining that there's a definition coming in here, which is about having a leader in the in the group. So I just want to get some clarity around that, and you know how how a mastermind group is different from other types of groups, because like for example, um, there's group coaching for example, and I think a lot of coaches out there um, in particular do get confused between the two. So I think it would be helpful just to just to clarify a little bit more about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, perfect. That, that's a really good question. Um, the great Wendy Y. Bailey, uh, she even she asked me that one the other day too. The difference. <laughs> um, this definition, I, I'm taking the very classic dif- definition of a mastermind yeah. group, and there are a couple elements that's different in the context of this. Uh, in a master, in this particular style of mastermind group, the ones that we're using to really create some dramatic results with with people collaborating, I mean dramatic type of stuff. That's where yeah. this magic moment comes from. Is mm-hmm. um, what's really critical is that the time is divided equally among the members. Right. So let's say we had five members in, a, in this particular thing we're calling a mastermind group. What's so important here is there isn't so much a leader. If anything, leadership or facilitation is rotated. In this okay. style, it, not to say that you couldn't. Mm-hmm. Which what I've what I've noticed is what, there's a lot of power in coming together to it with a group where the time is divided equally, 
It's yeah. a completely and utterly different dynamic to, to the kind of achievements and the results that come out of it. Because so often, that is completely opposite from the kind of groups that we participate in, or at least mm-hmm. the people that I see. Right. Oftentimes, it's a meeting where someone calls a meeting together, mm-hmm. they set the agenda, they facilitate the meeting, and then people participate they may give a project status report. They may share a few things, though the time really isn't divided equally. The dominant speakers get to speak a little bit more because they're just more aggressive. The passive speakers, there's a little bit of tension because, A, they don't want to speak. They're certainly not encouraged to speak or not given a safe space to speak. And it's always jockeying for position. There's lots of things going on. There's personal agendas, which aren't obvious. There's assumptions that... Uh, that everybody is there for the same reason, yeah. and there's just there's no there's no code or any ground rules to really with which to really operate. So trust yeah. trust is uh, I won't say that people don't trust each other. It's just trust is at a different level. Okay. I think one of the things that's really powerful is to take the authenticity up and to create truly create a space for opportunity to unfold. A much safer, I'll put the er on there, a safer and a more trusting space for people uh, to collaborate authentically. Right. So can you have a successful mastermind group where you have someone who's actually leading it? Sure, you can, because there's different styles. Um, There are two different ones that I specifically speak about. Um, I wrote a little guide for folks, 90 Days to Mastermind Magic, you know, how to turn Mm -hmm. a, a mob scene into a mastermind. Mm-hmm. And uh, oh, and remind me because I'll make that available to uh, your listeners as well. Oh, wonderful! Um, Thank you. There, are, there are two things. There are two major differences because we could we could probably list out ten different kinds of mastermind yeah. group. Um, okay. I'm going to go with two major ones. One is mm-hmm. the one I just described, where the time is yeah. divided. The, the time is divided equally. Mm-hmm. We're there uh, to support each other as a whole. It's kind of like having a board of advisors, really, uh, to right. some degree. I'm sorry, that mm-hmm. let me rephrase that. That makes sense, actually. I like that um, analogy, board of advisors. Yes, and so there's two different – that actually fits more into the second one. The second one is uh, an an idea potluck or a board of advisors where let's say that I I even hire a think tank of people that are going to mastermind just on me. Mm. I say, hey, listen, you know, here's five people that are going to be completely and utterly focused on me as a board of advisors, and I'm creating the kind of environment so that they are able to share whatever ideas for me to solve whatever problem I particularly have. Let's say I wanted to build my business to the $20 million mark for the first Mm -hmm. time ever, then um, I may get a group of people together that are completely and utterly focused on that. So the the big difference here, Louise, big difference is Mm -hmm. one is where I think it's fine to have a leader, and you Mm -hmm. can actually hire mastermind groups for hire, think tanks, whatever it is. In fact, we arrange some of that over at Masterminding now. I mean, people want it. Mm -hmm. We can make it happen. And on the other side, well, couldn't you also have a board of advisors where the time is also divided equally, where everyone wears the business owner hat for the moment and, Mm -hmm. and is on stage and is in the hot seat and move around the circle? So yeah. maybe it's not always focused on one person. Maybe this particular collaboration is uh, I get together 
with uh, four other people. There's five of us get together mm-hmm. for, you know, I don't know, an hour every two weeks on the phone. And there's a lot more to this, but, but essentially the actual call time that we have, each of us has a hot seat time. It's like wow. you guys are all focused on Christine over there, and we're going to give her loads of whatever she needs for the moment. Does she need feedback? Does she need ideas? Does she need to just be listened to? And then we're going to rotate and move to someone else. So we could also take the board of advisors and rotate around that as well. Okay. Great. Help a little bit? That sounds great. The idea of a hot seat, you know, 20 minutes each, um, you know, full-on support from, you know, four other business leaders who are going to really help you um, in any way that, that they can. That sounds awesome. Yeah. And you know what? And, and a lot of this, um, I, I want to kind of preface this, and I want to mm-hmm. talk about some of the, I consider it some of the elephant in the room, is, right. um, you know, if we zoom up and, and, and listening, I totally get it. Uh, I'm an evangelist about this, and I've had a lot of experience in it. I've seen what absolutely does not work. I've mm-hmm. seen some really amazing results in all different areas of the game. And I realize that this can be completely new to folks, or maybe they've had a bad collaborative experience. And I think it's so important to just give some grace to um, to take what does make sense and let go some of the things that perhaps it's like, wow, I'm still not quite getting it. Because mm-hmm. this is one of those things, Louise, that can be so philosophical and, and I think thick sometimes when discussing mm-hmm. it it's more of one of those things that you put in practice. You simply get busy and you, you create your mastermind group and you act, analyze, and adjust. Mm-hmm. And then people get it because it's even like some of the testimonials I get of like, I just got another one this week and this guy is talking about just the, his life is just completely and utterly different because of his participation in a really amazing mastermind group. Wow. And I can, t- I totally get it where, I you know, someone that is not familiar or hasn't even, started down the process mm-hmm. and participated in a, in a collaboration group like this, looks at it and goes, I don't quite get it. And they're searching for the exact pieces. And I'm going to mm-hmm. tell you, mm-hmm. some of it simply cannot be explained. It must be experienced. It's like talking about love, you know, for right. a couple hours with you and people still mm-hmm. going, I just don't, I don't get it. <laughs> and it's, and it's true. Yeah. We can talk about leveraging ourselves to fall in love. We can talk about other people's experience. And one of the big things that I want people to go away with is mm. taking a couple of actions to get together with a couple folks. Definitely. I think that's a great idea, uh, Thomas. So you know? we should definitely get into that. Hey, um, I'll say one thing. I know you have a burning question for me. I can feel it coming. Um, I, I want to make sure that folks, we're not leaving them hanging out there with this idea of uh, – there's always somebody that's going, mastermind. Why do they call it a mastermind? Mm-hmm. With that. Why are they called mastermind? Well, it's interesting because uh, I'm going to go back to Napoleon Hill and Think and Grow Rich, and he had actually mm-hmm. said that. And most people don't quote this. They, don't, they, they yeah. only say the first part, and they say, well, you know, Napoleon Hill says uh, mastermind is two or more people that come to A mastermind alliance, he calls it. A mastermind alliance is two or more people that come together with a common objective and in the spirit of harmony. And here's the second part. And again, I'm paraphrasing a bit. Yeah. He goes, when they come together, when these people come together, truly in the spirit of harmony, a third or mastermind 
reveals itself. Oh, oh talk about spiritual. 1937? Wow. Good Lord. So is that where the, num- the uh, number 11 is the, the numer- numerological number comes oh, into play? Thomas. You're coming back to it. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm very curious about that. I'm sure okay. my listeners are too. <laughs> Fabulous. Well, here you, well, it's funny you mentioned that. Um, let's continue with that piece here. Now, I'm just amazed that in 1937, mm. uh, it just blows my mind. Like, you know, it's me being on stage today and saying that example and saying, you know, and when two hundred people come together and blah, 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 you know, with those conditions, a third or mastermind happens. And I love people, that. It kind of makes me think of the makes me think of the third eye as well. It's, it's really Yeah, I mean, you know, the average person on the street, maybe not your audience, but the average person on the street is like, do what? Excuse me? <laughs> Hello? Believe me, my Hello. audience are probably laughing this up. They, they're thinking, oh my God, no, this is so it. amazing. <laughs> Fabulous. I love it. And I love this audience. I'm so used to like the, the tactical, you know, I'm going to talk about the, you know, street smart business owners and, you know, sales and all that stuff. And so for them, it's an eye-opening experience. Mm-hmm. Um, for your folks, it's might, like, it might be like falling in love. It's just like, oh, finally. Oh, yeah. You know? Absolutely. So this, this third mastermind, what he meant by that was is that uh, one of the characteristics of a really amazing mastermind group is that mm-hmm. everyone comes and contributes. And one of the requirements is that everyone goes away better than they were when they came. Yeah. It's really interesting. Now, the fascinating thing is the one of the metrics and measurements is that you've had a successful one if you do come away. And if, and if everyone is asked, did you come away with more than you brought? to the table. And if everybody says yes, then that was amazingly successful. Well, right. now as a researcher and an observer, if you look at this and you go, well, how is that possible? Somebody had to lose. So that doesn't make any sense. We're so used to going in a meeting and someone gets more exhausted or tired or you know, they gave and gave and gave so right. that others would benefit. Well, in the mastermind group, isn't that weird is that, well, wait a minute. Guys, if we all came and contributed and we all came away with more than we we contributed. We truly, truly feel that we came away with more than way more than we contributed. Mm-hmm. Then where did the extra energy and ideas come from? That, it was just, you know, all I can say is it was pulled from the universe. It was pulled from this third or mastermind that even yeah. Napoleon Hill in 1937 yeah, talked well, about. That is just so powerful. I love that. Very, very powerful. Um, and it makes so much sense, you know, uh, you know that there's almost this, this different entity that is created through through the um, the collaboration. It Beautiful. only happens, Louise. It mm. only happens, and this is the very key element. It's sort of like, and I start getting glimpses and little sparks in my mind of when people talk about the law of attraction. Mm-hmm. They talk about the mechanics, and they miss. I know this isn't a whole conversation about that, but I think your 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 listeners will get this, is that mm. the law of attraction, it's like so many pieces are missing that it's not continued, the, the, the right. energy to actually manifest. And the same yeah. goes with this mastermind. Ladies and gentlemen, you can put the people in the room. Mm-hmm. You can divide up the time equally. You can even have a common vision. Yeah. If, you can, if you don't have harmony and if you're not, bringing some of the other elements we'll chat about today, mm-hmm. then you may still go away with going, 
I, I'm not getting what Thomas and Louise talked about. I, I don't mm. get it. I'm mm-hmm. not getting it. Well, it's it's right. it's mastery. You know that, that there's there's some very subtle things that must happen, which is exactly why, um, you know, a couple of these organizations that called us to help put their mastermind groups together, uh, mm. or, or consult on creating some really amazing mastermind retreats. Uh, which is why we're called on, because we're good at those pieces. Oh, I love the idea of a mastermind retreat. That sounds amazing. Imagine imagine that. What would that be like to you? I mean, dream <sighs> for a moment. Just imagine for a moment to, to go off for a weekend, a week, or whatever. And everyone is so ultra-dedicated to each other. And mm-hmm. there's such an exchange of ideas, advice, and solutions, and actual action everyone goes away and their mind is blown because they've all gotten more than they actually contributed or that's what they yeah, believe. That's amazing. And I think, you know, again, when you come back to that whole idea of setting an intention, you know, and, and or, or as a person creating that mastermind retreat that you actually set the intention and let everyone know, they know, they're very clear when they come to that retreat, you know, that they're there to contribute and to receive. You know, and how how amazing that that um, experience could be in that space of just that openness. You know, that that real openness to to share and um, and learn. Yes. Now you are understanding. I, and now now this might make a little bit more sense about why that we have a little this little I guess tagline, if you will, at masterminingnow.com that one plus one equals three. This to us is smart business math. Mm. One plus one equals three. It certainly does with us. That is a smart business owner's math. I really feel that it's not so smart business math when one plus one equals two. Because I know that. If if I go out and I work with you and of course, you know, I've now gotten more for it, well, of course I work with you. Did we get mm. more? Yeah, but it's not. There's nothing exponential to it. Mm. Yeah. You know, when, when you collaborate in a mastermind way, in a in this kind of this true spirit of abundance and collaboration, that you absolutely should feel like, wow, I think I just did less. Why yeah. am I getting more for my <laughs> efforts? Well, that's the way abundance works in the world. Most of us yeah. have. We weren't. We've never felt it before. Yeah. Well, it's I think crazy. that's something so we've been patterned or we've been ingrained as we've been growing up to live in a more competitive environment, you know, and to fend for ourselves. And, and mm-hmm. we're having to retrain the way that we think about uh, the way we're doing things. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, this is a wonderful example of how, you know, this can really be very powerful. So... What, is, what does um, um, 11 mean as a numerological uh, <laughs> number? I knew you wanted to come back to that. So, so this is, <laughs> it's a, to, me, to me, it's interesting, and um, I'm more of a kind of the, I'm really street, to me it's a very street smart kind of a thing. That's mm-hmm. the way I approach things. If, if, if you guys haven't noticed, it's very street smart. I, I come from a very conscious business. I call, them, I call myself a conscious capitalist. I mean, it's got to be meaningful <laughs> for me. And I love that. at the same time at the same time I'll be honest is that I don't I don't spend a lot of my day uh 
meditating and and considering and and doing a lot of that, I, I kind of blend the two. So mm-hmm. I call it kind of street smart mm-hmm. because there are really some amazing things I want to do in this world, and I believe, and I truly want to do it through business. Yeah. So I do come from a heart-centered place, and I do business, mm. you know, because one or the other is not a win for me, mm. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, that's just me. So so this is, so coming back to this one plus one, I think it was interesting because one plus one equals three. I wasn't quite satisfied because um, I liked one plus one equals infinity, really. Mm-hmm. Because when we work with someone, does it really equal three, or is it exponential uh, connections and results that can happen right. when two people get together in the spirit of harmony? It's really Beautiful. exponential. Well, then a friend of mine, she's a uh, she's a spiritual uh, healer. Mm-hmm. That's the way I'm going to call her. And and she and she had said, you know, what about one plus one equals eleven? Mm-hmm. Now, there are many reasons that I liked it, and it had nothing to do with what she was really introducing because she came at it from a numerological point of view and she says hey you know uh, really that's beautiful Thomas because 111 in numerology is a master number and and she went on with I don't know all the details I bet you some of your listeners know about this it's something about it being a master number it's very powerful and there's some other I don't know all the super details around it now I'll tell you what caught my attention though is I thought that was really cool I thought that was interesting. Very cool. I even noticed how beautiful it was if you just physically put it on your paper. If you take yeah. a pen out now and you yeah. write one plus yeah. one equals one one. Yeah. There's something attractive to me. It, there's something kind of cool uh, because one and one next to each other, it's very mm-hmm. symbolic. Yeah. It's like you and me together now. It's not yeah. me here, you there. We're now yeah. standing next to each other. So to me, there's a there's all these facets of how beautiful yeah. that is. Yeah, there's a lot of symbology in there, isn't there? Oh, yes. Absolutely. Beautiful. Beautiful. So gee whiz for some folks, fascinating for others, and, you know, <laughs> you get the message. You get the message. It's not totally. equal to two. Totally. <laughs> so... Um, Thomas, I just want to check in with you. Did you finish the um, the, the the definition? You know, the, the taking the different pieces of the definition. Did we clarify every part of that definition? Oh, the harmony. Let, let's talk. Yeah. Let's, let's talk about the harmony. Well, that's um, perfect leading, isn't it, from uh, this numerological <laughs> isn't it conversation? True? See, this is why you're brilliant. I'm learning stuff from you because I'm like, oh, okay. I hadn't really thought about it that way. That's really beautiful. <laughs> um, See, uh, yeah, so, so two or more people coming together with, with a common objective or vision mm-hmm. and then doing so in the spirit of harmony. Harmony, 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 harmony. Now, what does that mean? We read about it and think it real rich. You, you know, people even read about it in, in the, in the uh, guide that I created mm-hmm. and even hearing about it. Well, what does that mean? What does it look like? Well, yeah. one of the things that I found was a common denominator in the most successful mastermind groups or any kind of team, and at this point I'm kind of moving over to even a global definition of team, mm-hmm. is that all of them operated with some sort of code of honor. Right. Another synonym to that might be ground rules, another synonym, mm-hmm. um, guidelines, or, or, or whatever it is. And it's something that everyone committed to. Beautiful. It's not imposed upon you. You're actually taking a personal ownership of it as well. Right. 
and this is beautiful, and I know Blessing has done a wonderful job explaining this, so yes. I'm, I'm really excited to hear your, your definition of this, Thomas. So now you're seeing the combo here, because mm. this is you, you've got it. Uh, Blair Singer wrote quite a bit about this in mm-hmm. the ABCs of Building a Team That Wins. Yeah. And a lot of people have not. I, I mean, very, very few people have even read that book. So mm-hmm. you notice I'm blending, and I'm taking the best – to me, it's the best elements and bringing them together, which I've never oh, heard beautiful. of this stuff put together. Love it, love it, Thomas. As as Blair, you know, as Blair has said, and, and I bet your listeners will acknowledge, is when you look at any successful, high performing, high results oriented um, military group, military team, uh, a a company that's actually a company team that's creating amazing results out of the, out there, Zappos. Mm-hmm is a great mm-hmm. example, uh, Progressive Insurance, Southwest Airlines, mm-hmm. all these great, great teams. And really, mm-hmm. Mastermind Group is a team to some degree. Yeah. Is, uh, they, are all, they all have something that's a code of honor by which they live by. Right. They're committed to it. That takes right. up their performance of the actual group. And that's so interesting because you, we... you can see that, that – uh, sorry, Thomas, you can see that um, – an institution like um, the army, for example, the military, for example, would have a code of honor, but you wouldn't necessarily think about it for an organization or for a mastermind group. Mm-hmm. So exactly. this is great. Yeah, and it's a really simple thing. You don't have to agree, and, and you know, let's let everyone, let's leave this at the door about you don't have to agree with what the, mm-hmm. the objective was with the, the group. We're totally looking at the success principles of the group. Right. So when we talk about different companies or the military groups or or whatever it is, again, your mastermind group, the only thing that we care about here is that we have a common vision and objective. See, Mm -hmm. we get to decide that. How cool is that? No one tells you that your mastermind group must have X objective or vision. No. Mm -hmm. That's between you and me, Louise. It's between yeah. my particular group. I even get the question a lot of times. It's like, well, you know, what should our common vision be, Thomas? What, 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 what should our common objective be? And mm-hmm. this is, there's no wrong answer. Mm-hmm. There, there isn't. Because I gave you an example. If you're real estate investors and you're looking to, to get into your first commercial property from residential, mm-hmm. is that how you, wanna, you want to, would you like a group of people to mutually support yourselves in uh, accomplishing that? Well, sure. Sure. Well, what if we just want to mutually support each other in building our businesses? Great. Mm. Uh, what if it's uh, we want to mutually support each other in moving from the pain of divorce to forgiveness and freedom? Great. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, th- that's the beauty of this. Yeah, you can apply it so many different ways, can't you? Exactly. It, is it is yeah. it winning the war in Afghanistan? Okay, I said something controversial. It's <laughs> it, that's not my objective. That's not my mm-hmm. team. Mm-hmm. But it's somebody's, right? You know? and so when you have those, a what have we already learned? We've already learned how powerful it is to even make that uh, make that uh, visible and putting that on the table versus mm-hmm. assuming what our common vision is. And then, right. how will we perform? Right. What will we do to make good on that vision? And that would and be that the objective. code of honor or the rules. The code of honor. Yes. Yeah. Beautiful. So, Thomas, can you give a couple of examples of, of um, you know, guidelines or rules that 
you know, that, that code of honor that we might put in place. Say, for example, I create a mastermind for um, conscious business owners who want to um, grow their business by by um, connecting with more clients, you know, enro- enrolling more clients. What kind of guidelines or rules would you want to put in place to, to uh, right. you know, help that happen? Well, uh, you know, A is you must be everybody that's coming to this particular group, you definitely want to invest the time in creating some kind of code of honor. And those are those things that you promise to do. Mm-hmm. And I would always start with those, uh, those things that are non-negotiable for you. And this is totally mm-hmm. personal. To create a joint code of honor by which you operate that, uh, that helps you create the kind of performance level and the results you truly want from the group dynamic you must start with the personal. And for instance, let me just throw some things out there. Yeah. Is if we had uh, if we had three other people with us, Louise, and we're mm-hmm. you know we're two people, we got three other people in our mastermind group. You know, I might bring to the table is that number one is I promise to ask for clarification rather than question someone's intention behind whatever input they give. Uh, mm-hmm. I promise to celebrate all wins with everybody mm-hmm. here. I promise mm-hmm. to always be on time. Uh, maybe I also promise, I could also say, I promise to take responsibility no matter what. I will not lay blame, justify, or engage in being the victim. Mm. And maybe these, maybe I bring these. This is during some of our setup of our mastermind group. Mm-hmm. I bring these to the table. And then you bring a couple. And then our other mastermind group people, uh, members, they'll bring some to the table. And then we just have a chat. It's just an open chat on... Uh, well, you know, do we all agree to these? Yeah. Maybe I drop some of them that I'm not really attached to, but we come up with something that's joint, and can you own it as well? Mm-hmm. Because if you're not able to own it, if everyone can't come to the place where they can truly own it, like I don't want you to do me a favor, Louise. I, I really want you to be okay mm-hmm. with, oh, I like that one, Thomas. I, I'm totally with you with being on time. Well, I really want to know if Christine is one of our possible mastermind group members, Mm-hmm. I want to know that that is uh, she's just not as on board with that as we are. Maybe for you, you and I, it's a deal breaker. We're like, mm-hmm. no, it's just how I want to live my life. Let's say, let's say you and I agree, and we're it's it's really a non-negotiable for us. We it will bug us to tears um, yeah. if constantly we're starting late on our mastermind group call because I want it to be leverage leverage time. Yeah. Then we really want to have that discussion up front and openly and honestly, that if it's not a big deal for her, that's fine. It may not be her intention to be late, but I want to know if it rubs her the wrong way. She goes, well, you know, I, I'm, I'm not able to commit to that, and and I would prefer she own it and just say, I'm not going to commit to that. Well, maybe this isn't the group for you. It's okay. There's how many, what is it, 7 billion people in this world? Oh, my goodness. I mean, yeah. move on. Yeah. I know it may sound kind of harsh, but no. Don't suffer through some crappy mastermind group with folks that are not as enrolled as you want to be enrolled. Right. It's your rules, and it's my rules, and it's our other members' rules. Notice I'm saying and. These right. are all, we should stand firm on these. And, and then we collaborate, and we find a, group, a code of honor by which we can all come together and that unifies us. Notice how we're already starting to totally differentiate ourselves from other groups out there. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. That makes so much sense. Trust me, um, the Knights of the Round Table operated with a completely different code of honor than the man on the street, than the, than right. the people in the field. That makes so much sense, definitely. And Thomas, I want to ask another question, and I think uh, you know, then we'll start. Um, we'll share with the audience, um, um, you know, about your ninety days um, uh, offer that you, you're, you're going to generously share with them. But I, the, the question I want to ask, which I think a lot of people will want to to hear, is, uh, you know, who who would you ask, and how do you get started? Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Okay. So you've already heard a couple of the pieces that make up a good mastermind group. So how how do we actually select a few folks? Mm -hmm. Well, you know, keep this real easy right now. Who would you really, um, who would you like to get together with uh, periodically and mastermind with? We don't have to make this really, really monstrosity huge and have to interview you like you're looking to get married or, you know, it's a lifetime (laughs) commitment. You know, who, who would that be? Do you want to mastermind with some celebrities out there? Um, do you want to get together with some of your girlfriends or boyfriends or, or whatever it is, uh, a, a group of peers? Um, the, the big picture is that you get started so you can get a taste of this and then you can evolve it. Right. And so I'm going to kind of skip a little bit ahead to the selection of members because yeah. one of the first things I would do is even just send out an email or make a phone call to those people that come to mind. They just right. they, they pop up, act on a prompting. Okay. I, I, I know your audience will respond to that. It's like yeah. act on the prompting of, you know, I think there's a reason I'm supposed to be masterminding with this person. And right. please don't add in the, uh, let the logic take over too much of, mm-hmm. well, I don't want to mastermind with people that are just like me, or mm-hmm. I do, or I do want to mastermind with people just like me. Mm-hmm. Both work. Both work yeah. perfectly fine. It's it's the wrong kind of thing. Well, let some of that thinking go. Just get started right now, and then we can take you along the process. Mm-hmm. So let's say you invite a few people to an information call. And you right. say, hey, listen, I was thinking about, I, I really wanted to get together with some folks on a regular basis to crank up some of the accountability in my business and uh, share some of our connections of resources and just get different perspectives. And I'd like to get together this thing called a mastermind group. Mm-hmm. Would you guys be interested even coming to an informational conference call and just so we can just chat it out? Notice this is, just, this is just a chat phase. This is yeah. not even your mastermind group starting. So right. we're just going to say, hey, you know, one of the things that I – uh, one of the things that I would uh, that I'm really looking for from this thing called the mastermind group is, bam, bam, and bam. I'm looking for accountability. I'm looking for fresh ideas, and it doesn't matter to me that you're in my business. Uh, I'm just looking for people that do their best work in collaboration with other people and want to be of service. Right. What do you want? Why are you interested in a mastermind group? How will you measure success from the group? What would be a huge win for you? And so this is our information, really, selection phase, if anything. Yes. So that sounds Can like a, really an important part. It's, it's to do the homework before um, you jump in with both feet. Well, you know, one of the things we found that was an issue uh, over the past, what, over seven years that I've been 
uh, out there teaching and you know teaching this to, to companies out in front of different groups and, and individuals, and teaching them this, these concepts to mastermind groups. One of the biggest things, the mm-hmm. biggest roadblocks, is is part of the selection phase of right. never really just getting started because it just seems so monumental. Right, so, you can get um, stuck in that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is because it's like, well, should I be choosy or should I not be choosy? Well, I right. do want to be choosy because I just want to air my laundry with everybody. Mm-hmm. Okay, totally get it. That's why you kind of go through the rapport building thing uh, with a selection phone call. Right. And you find out some of those, you find out who these people really, really are. And ask some of those basic questions. In fact, I share that in that, that guide I was talking about is mm-hmm. my favorite like top four mastermind member power questions. Like, you know, what do you want? Why are you interested in this whole mastermind idea? Well, I really wasn't interested in it. You just invited me to the call. Okay, great. great. What <laughs> of it interests you? You know what I mean? Sometimes you have to chase them down the rabbit hole on that one. <laughs> what interests you? Um, how will you measure success? Or and, and what would be a really huge win? Because I want to hear that up front and early before we get started. Right. And then we don't want to be so picky that we don't get started. Yeah. So that's where I call it 90 days to mastermind magic because why not do a one-off? Why not do a 90-day trial mastermind? Ah, 90-day trial mastermind. Oh, that's interesting. It's like everyone's yeah, so, on probation. Exactly. Uh-huh. Exactly. It's, and we're all, we're kind of, and it's all, uh, uh, it's not any just one of us, we all as a group are. Because right. what if we just find, this is just not, this is not working. It's not, this is not, uh, this is not as highly refined as I prefer. Right. So that's one of the ideas I love this particular piece. Probably one of my favorite pieces, it's not just a catchy name. Hey, 90 days to master my metric. 90 days is not just pulled out of thin air. There's a very interesting thing that I've observed through lots of research and observation on this one and tweaking is that when a group, uh, a, hand, a handful of people get together, uh, let's say every other week, whether in person or whether they are on the phone, a conference bridge, let's say for an hour, hour and a half, something like that, it's, that's about the time when you really fully know what people are willing to do, how they really honestly operate and where the way that they say they operate. Right. And at the end of that, our contract with each other, literal or just verbal, you know, our contract with each other is that we made a promise that, hey, it's worth it to do this for 90 days. And yes, we created a code of honor by which we were going to operate. Come on. Can, can we do this for 90 days? It's only meeting every other week. It's not a lot of time. Yeah. We would have gotten to a place that we really get to see what this person's about. And that we have no obligation after that. So when we get to the end of 90 days, hey, great, I've had a good time. Um, uh, you know, that's it. We really do just end. We just mm-hmm. end. And then, because so many, so many times, it depends on the dynamics of your group, if you have developed a really, really good rapport, then maybe you guys can all honestly and authentically say, gosh, you know, I'd really like to continue with everyone here. Yeah. Or I'd really prefer, you know, for right now, I'm, I'm kind of done. Thank you so much for, you know, you kind of bow out of it. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to say, I'm telling you the real truth of the matter because a lot of folks are like, even really 
spiritually and highly aware and authentic folks, it's still awkward sometimes if you've got that one person that you, you know. I'm so glad you brought kinda, that up, Thomas. <laughs> you know, you, you know, I don't want to mastermind with them. I mean, yeah. Ugh. You know, I, what, I, what do you sweet, do in the, in the second? To. What do you do in the second sense where you have one person? you know, who isn't getting with the group and you want to continue with the rest of the group, you know, how do you handle that situation? Well, that's masterminding 202. That's a different question. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm yeah. um, Let's get started. First off, let, you know, uh, I'm going to be real careful with this one, Louise. You can yeah. appreciate this. You're a coach. We wanna, don't want to go too far down the what-ifs. Mm-hmm. So I'll give you a few, few things around this. If you're following some of the rules that I share, and, yeah. and for folks just to orient you, of course, did you get everything on our chat here with Louise? No. We're going to make sure that you have access to the details of, of a format for you that will help leverage yeah. you for success with this concept, okay? So just yeah, put that, that on moment. the table. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is that in this particular case, we've selected members. We're going through this 90-day with folks. We're going at it with mm-hmm. a beautiful energy. You know, we don't want to, we're not attracting, oh, we're going to have problems with someone. We are committing fully to the code of honor because I want something from this. And you get to the end of the 90 days, you just, you know, you bow out of it. We finished our agreement with each other. And then what, our, what I've experienced many, 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 many times is that mm-hmm. we call each other. The people that want to right. continue with a fresh mastermind will call each other afterwards. That makes so much sense. It really does. Does that make sense? So it's it really quiet. Does. It's, it's, you know. It really does. And, and and sometimes, again, it depends on the dynamic of the group and how confident you are is uh, is maybe you're doing it all on the phone call live yeah. and maybe another time you just bow out. But yeah. I'm not saying do this at 60 days. No. no. It, we, we had a contract. Now, maybe it's because I come from the military where this is like mm-hmm. hardcore for me mm-hmm. is that if I say I'm going to do it for 90 days, I'm going to be there. Yeah. And I, I'm going to do whatever I possibly can and be completely present and, and, and from a good space as yeah. much as possible because I Beautiful. made a commitment. Because you know what? It, w- this is where the code of honor comes into play. Mm. Will you stay in the game when the going gets tough as well? Yeah. yeah. Beautiful. And I suppose that's also part of setting the intention for those 90 days as well, you know, Absolutely. at the very beginning for yourself, you know, and for the empaths for the group. You know, the intention, of course, and with everyone going into that situation, it's always going to be that you would you would want it to work, um, mm-hmm. and and be you know what you what you want. So this is beautiful. So um, Thomas, I want I would love for you to share the ninety days um, to mastery um, to, to mastermind mastery guide that you said that you were going to share with our oh, wonderful sure. listeners, um, Thomas, and I, and I know this is going to really support them to to help them with this 90-day trial, in a sense. Sure. Remember I said I was uh, pretty street smart about this, so um, I, I know I can, I, I definitely can go on and on, and, and, you know, I can hold my own. You know, nobody ever said that I didn't have anything, something to say, <laughs> and they had dead air with me. At the, in the same breath, I'm not a heck of a writer. Yes, I'm saying it. I do my best work in live, live on the phone in group dynamics. I'm not the most the heck of a writer. However, and now this is good for you, because I wrote up a really, really quick guide of the major points 
with as little fluff as humanly possible. In fact, you'll probably uh. want more fluff in there. And that is, uh, <laughs> we call it 90 Days to Mastermind Magic, how to create, how to really turn your, I guess, a, a meeting mob into a mastermind that can easily tackle challenges for you. Mm-hmm. And this is available over at mastermindingnow.com. Mastermindingnow.com. Okay, beautiful. Right. Uh, I figure you put, I, of course, you can contact uh, Louise for this. I, as you, mm-hmm. if, I guess over on the episode page, if um, there's probably a link there, I'm guessing. I'll, I'll put a link on there right now. Let's put it there. Yeah, <laughs> Let's do, do that. <laughs> In case you cannot find it, you can, uh, you can also follow, a, follow me on, um, on Twitter at MastermindNow. Mastermind Now. And the website is mastermindingnow.com. There's an opt-in over there that um, I'm a real straight-up guy, so you're, I'm not, I don't send out a lot of traffic. I'm very, uh-huh. I know, maybe I could get better at that, but I'm, <laughs> I probably do less traffic than more than anybody you know because, frankly, I'm in the field working. I mean, I'm, I'm, I want to get this stuff done for people. So right. this guide will give you the details, I believe, this is kind of responses I'm getting from clients right now and, and people that are downloading it is it it's given them the the, the structure yeah. and and the impetus to get started now if you're having trouble absolutely give a call i come from a place of service so let's find a solution for you especially if you have experienced a mastermind group or even at your company right now if you're if you're on these project teams and you're just you'd like to integrate some of these into an existing team use the guide and if you're not a reader, just give me a call. Schedule a few minutes. That's on the website as well. Schedule a few minutes, and let's take a look at your unique situation. And let's find a solution and a way to integrate this so that you're getting the results you want. Wonderful. That sounds absolutely fantastic and very generous of you as well, um, Thomas. So I'm sure that um, the people listening are going to really um, you know, take you up on whichever offer they feel comfortable with you know and the, the the opportunity to talk to you is always a wonderful one when when someone is not really into the reading piece so um, yeah I always want to make sure we highlight that I, yeah. I want to highlight that and I, and I totally feel you because uh, primarily if you're listening seriously if you're listening to a 60 to 90 minute uh, show yeah it, it kind of tells me that you're a you're a little bit more auditory kind of person so yeah. Leverage your time. I'm a real big believer in you leverage the way that you learn best. And that's yeah, and why people, I kept the writing to a more, minimum. Exactly. And some people are more kinesthetic, you know, so it means that they would mm-hmm. rather have a conversation than, uh, you know, than read something or listen to something. So, so thank Absolutely. you so much for that and for honoring that, uh, um, that learning um, style as well, Thomas. So I would love um, for everyone out there to go to masterminingnow.com and go and get your um, your copy of the um, the guide, the 90 day guide to um, mastermind magic, and um, and have a have a read through that, or call Thomas if you have any questions or would like to get more insight into um, into um, mastermind groups and and how to be successful and get started with those. But I think we've covered a lot of great information here today, Thomas, and I really want to thank you for mm-hmm. all the um, wonderful information that you shared with us today. You know, it's been very inspiring. I, I love the idea of um, one-on-one equals 
three. And, um, you know, the whole idea of the, the extra mastermind, that spiritual element, which is, is just wonderful. Um, and I would love for you to share any last golden nugget that, um, yeah. you know, is, is uh, sort of waiting to be, to be shared. Yeah, you know, thank you for that, Louise, because really this is a beautiful time for everyone to really take a beautifully refreshing and healing deep breath and probably a couple of really great deep breaths. Mm. We've covered a lot of information. Yes. And here's the thing. While you're kind of drinking that in, you know, closing your eyes, just taking a deep breath and drinking this in, let's zoom up to look at the big picture. Mm. Because as with anything, there are systems, there are processes, there are the things, there are the tactical pieces that you can put in place to create results in your business and in your life. And this is another one of those tools, really, yeah. you're, you're going to know it when you're actually doing it. And, and so there's even a bigger thing here is why. Why this is so important right now. Mm. See, Louise is committed to building conscious businesses. Uh, we've talked about conscious capitalism. We've, we've used mm. that term. We've used mm-hmm. conscious business owners. Mm-hmm. And we've already proven that the world is ready for us now. The conscious business owners and people that get it, quote, get it, I think you guys know what I'm talking about here. If you guys get it, is that the old school business stuff, they're wondering what the heck is going on now, and they're scrambling. They don't exactly know what to do. The conscious business owners and the conscious capitalists all of a sudden are like, wow, my day has come. I'm going to connect with people. I'm going to collaborate with people. I'm going to start uh, acting on promptings. This is the time to come together, the age of individualism, and I think let it go. Come together. This is why this concept is so relevant to you right now. Be a part of the solution. It is ridiculous, Louise. It is really ridiculous that there are 7 billion people, I think almost 7 billion people in this world, and time and time again, I talk to people that still feel like they're on an island. Yeah. That is, that fires me up. It, it just it pisses me off and fires me up to like yeah. man. Yeah. Uh uh-uh. This is there's a sense of urgency. Come together. Mm. And That's this is one of those tools. That's coming. why I'm passionate about this. Yeah. You know, you'll 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 get it right as you go, and it's, it goes along with that phrase of act, analyze, and adjust. I'd rather you act. Get yourself into a situation where it's like, man, Thomas, this ain't working like it's supposed to be. Great. At mm. least you called me. Let's yeah. fix it. Let's, let's, let's adjust it. Do it again. Don't throw the baby out with bathwater, as they say. You know, <laughs> if you've had a bad, bad collaborative experience, mm. let it go. It's like saying, well, I thought I was in love once, and I'll never love again because I got hurt. Well, yeah. you know that's not true. You deeply <laughs> want to love. Absolutely. <laughs> So love, love, love with mastermind groups. <laughs> Thank you so much, Thomas, for um, for being here and sharing your um, your your pearls of wisdom around mastermind groups. I really think that um, the listeners got some wonderful gems there, and um, so I want to encourage everyone again to go to mastermindingnow.com and get that um, that free guide that uh, Thomas has generously 
um, shared with the listeners. Um, and so thank you again, Thomas, for being here. Um, I'm going to just briefly um, talk to the audience um, about um, a call coming up that I'm going to be doing, which again is about, um, is a, it's another tool to help conscious business owners out, solopreneurs out there who are wanting to make a difference in the world. And so I'm just going to share with them um, this free call that I'm doing tomorrow. If you're not already signed up for it, please do come. It's, it's to um, help solopreneurs um, grow their conscious business exponentially on Facebook. Um, I wouldn't call myself the expert on Facebook. People ask me, Louise, are you the queen of, ex of Facebook? And I'm like, hmm, no. I love Facebook. I think it's an amazing tool, and I've gotten really proficient on it, and I love it so much and see the, the, the value and potential. And so I really want to share that information with you out there and, and um, you know, to a fairly high level as well and, and show you how to the, the, the whys um, and the how-tos and, you know, the, the do's and don'ts of profiles, fan pages, and branding to really get a sense of what you can accomplish um, to reach your ideal clients on Facebook. So if you would like to join me for this call tomorrow, um, feel free to sign up at um, budurl.com. That's budurl.com forward slash bizgrowthonfb. That's bizgrowthonfb, B-I-Z, growth on FB for Facebook. And my friend in the chat room, Susie, says, you are the princess of Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Susie. <laughs> so I encourage you all to, to join me tomorrow on this free call. It's packed with information. You get the opportunity to ask me questions as well. And... Um, we actually, um, this is this is doing round two of this this call because I had such um, it was totally oversubscribed last week. So I really know that this uh, this is important information that a lot of people want to to be able to implement in their business, and and um, it's an opportunity to get that information and start putting it in practice straight away. Um, and I really encourage you to do that. So again, budurl.com forward slash Biz Growth on FB, and I really hope to see you um, on that call. And next week, um, we are still to be advised on, on our guest next week. It's a new schedule, so things uh, have been shaken up a little bit. But as you know, we always have wonderful guests and topics on the show, and uh, so keep your eyes peeled for information coming through in the next week around our next, um, our next show on Wednesday at 3 p.m. All right, everyone, thanks so much for being here. Again, it's been a wonderful afternoon. I always learn so much from my guests, and, and uh, today has been no exception, Thomas, so thank you so much again. And uh, thank you all for being here. Again, without, without you as the audience, there is no show. So um, I just want you to know that um, I'm here to support you as, um, with your growth as um, conscious business owners, people who are who care about what they do and, and are soul driven in what they do and, and to make sure that you're able to reach the the, the, um, the people out there in the world who you want to help um, so and let's do it together on the show and um, in other ways as well all right 
So to your shining success, have a great afternoon, everyone, and I look forward to seeing you in the chat room or on the lines next week at 3 p.m. Eastern on Wednesday. Take care, everyone.